With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time for what? Time for what? Experience in college. Time for reinforcement. Time for liftoff! Welcome to College for All, where nothing is impossible unless you think it is impossible. College. College. Uh, my college scholarship. Yes. College ran by real fast. You hung in with the best college. First time for everything. Well, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Let's do this thing. Genius, let's do this thing! So we're here today with Michael Arlen Davis. Did I get the name right? You did? Yes. No, it's right here. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So, okay. um, and we're here at NACAC 2018 at Salt Lake City. Um, and here we have thousands of high schools, colleges, and with uh, Michael Arlen Davis, who is the director and the producer for The Test and The Art of Thinking. Welcome. Thanks very much. Yes. So tell me what inspired you to create a film regarding about the testing world? Um... We did this film, uh, my wife and I, as parents. We actually knew nothing, um, more than the average parent, I would say. We were, I would call ourselves average parents, uh, not particularly informed uh, on this subject. Uh, we had two girls, and uh, we watched our, watched our older daughter go through the process, and I would say we were not particularly helpful. Uh, we kind of observed from a distance. I don't think she really wanted our help, but um, the, the test struck us, uh, the experience, our older daughter, struck us a little odd. It, it almost seemed like she was having to have an alternative education to take the test, that what was going on in school was not adequate, that she had to have test prep, she had to take the test several times, she had to have different types of test prep. Um, and whereas she was a very diligent student in school and enjoyed school very much, and school seemed to have a, a logical flow and order to it, um, the test did not for her. And so we just just something we observed. And then when our younger daughter, five years later, came along, um, um, we decided we were gonna get much more involved and uh, attempt to prepare her ourselves. And um, I started, at that point, really researching the test and the history. And um, we just uh, thought that we were gathering information that might be useful to other parents, or information that we didn't have when our first daughter went through the process. We just, uh, we just started doing a lot of research. We read the literature. Um, there's a fair amount of literature about the history. It's dense, it's, it's technical, uh, somewhat technical. Um, but we just, uh, on a, we just thought we would uh, start the process and we just started doing interviews. 
Yeah, and now you're from the Bay Area, correct? Right. Yes. So you understand the frenzy that's going on regarding about testing. So when you were doing the film, right, because you were asking different researchers from the college end, from the high school end, and students, have you noticed that what any differences across the nation regarding about you know when students are dealing with the SAT or ACT exam? Um. You know, I'm not. I'm not sure that I could speak to that uh, question really directly. We, um, you know, we 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 tried to create an outline of the whole subject matter, um, and we talked about the history. It started with the SAT in 1926. Um, we provide information about the history and its genesis, and we spoke to. I would say probably the most significant experts, people who've been studying the subject for decades, um, the professionals who make their career. Um, so we were looking to create what I would call an overarching story to provide context. We, we were looking to create a film that we would find useful and informative if we were starting the process as parents. So it was, it was a, our goal was to find context in, in a general sense. Um, and then we were looking for um, um, emblematic student experiences. We were trying to capture uh, student experiences. We spoke to a lot of students and we we're trying to capture a range of student experiences, the ones that we uh, felt were most common. Um, for example, there's a, a young woman in the film whose name is Kayla, who talks very dramatically about, <clears throat> you know, I've done, I've been an excellent student throughout my high, my career since seventh grade, but I can't do well on this test, and I've done test prep, and I've done everything that's been asked for me, and my score goes down. So how is it possible that my score can go down when I take the test again? So that we think that that character in the film, that that individual, I think speaks to uh, a lot of the experience frustration that a number of students have. Some, and then also in the film, are students who test very well. There's a young man in the film who says, "I like the SAT. I." I this is this speaks to me. I, I this is a kind of it's the way I work. It's the way my mind works, and so we think we captured I think a, a fairly broad array of the experience. So most people will be able to identify with the conversation. Right, and you've also uncovered a lot of biases through the years that the test has produced for certain um, groups as well. Too. Well, we didn't, um, I, I will say, um, it's a subject that's been a, a matter of a lot of uh, conversation, and there's a lot that's been written about that. We don't emphasize that in the film. We made a decision that that wasn't a subject in particular we were going to emphasize. Um, we received a little criticism from the New York Times uh, in the New York Times review of the film, 
uh, they point out that they at times had wished that we had delved deeper into that. But our view was that others have, and, and that that subject is, is out in the public, and we didn't think we were adding anything new or uh, interesting by uh, rehashing that, that particular information. Right. And I think one thing that was really interesting is that you also interviewed somebody who did test prep through Think Tank in your movie. Yes. Yes, and who spent hours and hours, and Think Tank was actually... Um, had an article about them in the U.S. today where they were even promising certain families a million dollars. You had to charge them a million dollars and guarantee get into IVs. And they asked, well, how's that coming? It's like, well, it's becoming very successful. Now we are, these same families are hiring us to coach their kids how to be successful for getting jobs or careers. That's new to me. Yeah. 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 And so um, when you've been following some of the kids in hearing their stories of, like you said, like even with your own child of doing a, a sub-school, right? These uh, There's so many test preps. Even here, you know, at NACAC, there's so many booths of test prep here. Um, where do you see it going, um, you know, from your observation and now with this new movement of test optional that's happening? Um, you know, that's... Um I can't say. That's, that's really hard to say. Um, uh, I, I think it's like a lot of things. I think it, it, it bifurcates, it splits. And um, so, um, you know, uh, some people would say, for example, <clears throat> the, um, the organic agriculture movement in the United States is post-World War II. And there are a lot of that it emerged basically in post World War II uh, period, and and certainly didn't really come into its own until probably the 90s, and 2000s. And now you can go into almost any grocery store in the world, um, maybe not in the world, but in the developed world, and get fine organic products. As an example, um, a lot of people would say that the organic movement is a response to uh, industrialized agriculture as an example. So you have a response. So now you have test optional as a response to the testing regime. Right. So you, you end up, you have a regime, a regime of, of a kind that becomes almost monopolistic and then you have a response to it. And, you know, and that's, and that's, it appears to be what's happening, you know, to some, to some extent. Um, you know, I think, um, I think there'll be a multifarious, uh, path forward. I think there'll be a lot of different options would be my guess, as there probably are now. Um, and um, if you do well on tests, if you're acclimated to that kind of testing, you know, you're going to like it. You're going you're gonna to want it. It, it helps you. Um, if you're not, you're going to look for a path that doesn't require it. So I don't, I don't anticipate there's going to be one you know, any particular path forward. Um, and, um, you know, testing, it, it, it's kind of an interesting, t for us in making the film, the question was, um, 
what are these tests in particular testing? That was really our question. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a question about tests in general or the idea of tests. It was what are these tests testing? That was really what was unclear because when I started to help my second, da my second daughter, mm -hmm. I started taking the SAT myself. I took practice tests. Oh, you were really involved as yeah, a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah hands-on. Yeah. So, um, um, to be honest, for me, it felt borderline dishonest. And so I'm saying to myself, can I ask you to invest yourself to really work hard for this? And what they're asking for is really, it's not really clear to me that it's honest. And frankly, I couldn't. I kind of said, you know, you're on your own. I told my daughter, I said to my daughter, I can't prepare you for this because I just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right to me, the feeling of it. In fact, when we were doing interviews, we would ask people, what, is, what does the test feel like to you? In other words, not cognitively, what's your experience, but what, is, what does it feel like? Mm. Um, and um, so, so our, our work and our effort is not about tests in general, it's about these tests and what they're asking of students in particular. And so that was our curiosity, you know, and then we got into the history of them. They start out uh, strictly as in so-called IQ tests. They came out of the IQ movement, which right. was new in the 1920s. IQ emerges in the U.S. in the early part of the 20th century. People who were in the IQ movement developed the tests in 1926, as pointed out in the film. Um, and um, you know, IQ was this new discovery. This is going to be this new magic by which we were going to determine the capacity of individuals. Right. And I think what's really interesting, um, and I think we try to do it carefully in the film, is there is still in the world, I think, this sense that there is this thing called IQ, and it measures, tells people, tells yourself, how smart you are. And I think there are people in the film who raise, I question that. And I think that's really valuable because we still, generally speaking, accept the idea that an IQ test measures your intelligence and that's it. You know, you're stuck there, whatever that number is. Yeah. And that's where the SAT emerged from. And there are many people who say pe young people and families still interpret it that way, that it's a measure of intelligence. And um, I, it's not clear to me how healthy that is. And so if our research uh, shares uh, some of the um, questions about that whole notion from people who have been studying this for decades, I think that's a valuable service. Right. And so if you had to do this all over again with your eldest daughter, knowing everything that you know, how would you approach it? Because as you mentioned, there was so much stress. There's so much studying for something that they're not going to be reusing again, right? And then 
I think, like you said, there's a lot of different variables where there's certain schools will, what's your GPA, what's your test score, you're in, you're not, and some will use that many different factors and variables. So if you had a chance to do it all over again with all this knowledge and wisdom. Um, well, I don't know if I have wisdom. I have some information. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I would do anything differently because we let, in our, we let her decide what she wanted to do because you can't, you know, um, there's only so much you can do about the world. You mm -hmm. know, there's only had so much impact you can have in the world. If she w had wanted to go to a certain uh, college or university that required it, then she was going to have to do it. But, mm -hmm. you know, we all do things we don't like. It's just, right. it's, that's life. And, and you'd make a determination, what are those things that we're not, that we're going to do that we don't like? And so we were not, I'd heard, make, you know, make that decision. That's great. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where we ended up. You were ended up. Um, and then what made you decide of naming your film? Besides, you, know, you could have just simply left the film title, The Test. Uh -huh. That's plenty right there. But you added on, and the art of thinking. What inspired that? I am glad you asked that question. Um, I've probably done uh, a couple dozen interviews. Mm -hmm. No one has ever asked me that question. Mm -hmm. In fact, not in an interview, not in a Q&A. I don't think I've ever been asked that question. Well, there's a lot of thought and the and then the artwork in the right. title is right. very special and unique, and I think there's a reasoning behind there. I appreciate you asking that. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting to speak to that question. You just need someone from the school side to ask. Right. That's why right. we've dealt with so many kids, that's all. Um, uh, so we spent a lot of time in the title, mm -hmm. and... Um, uh, because the, the, the reason why we added that to the title is <clears throat> there is the, I think, socially and culturally, there is overwhelmingly the impression that the test, like an IQ test, measures thinking, that this is what thinking is supposed to be because if you don't do well on this test, you're not going to that college. Yeah. To do well, to go to a top tier college university, you have to be able to do well on this test. Yeah. And therefore you have to be able to think the way it's asking you to think. And therefore to a young, impressionable 16 or 17 year old, there is, I think, built in a very powerful message that this method of thinking, so-called thinking, mm -hmm. is what the world requires for success. Yes. And uh, our view, my view, would be that that's not the case. That that's really a question mark. That, that the kind of skill that's required for the test is, in my view, highly circumscribed mm -hmm. and it is a skill it's a certain type of skill but it is a very narrow skill set mm -hmm. and I would go so far as to say I actually don't think 
that it is thinking at all. I actually think it's very mechanistic. Yeah. And so therefore, to me, it doesn't represent uh, thinking capacity. And what's lost is you have young people, in effect, being given a message that this is thinking. This is how you're supposed to use your cognitive capacities. And in fact, them abandoning their own natural cognitive capacities. Yeah. You know, we did an interview that didn't make in the film mm-hmm. um, uh, from a, uh, a, a very a prominent tech executive, and um, you know, who's saying, you know, um, we're talking about standardized tests. You know, when you standardize something, you reduce it to its least value. So why would we want to have standardized That's tests? Right. You know, we're, you're reducing uh, human c- cognitive capacity to its least, you know, to, to its, you know, let's say com- making it into a commodity. Yes. And so I think that's why, um, that's why it was important for us to introduce the idea. And hopefully there are people who haven't vocalized the question, but, but at least have wondered why is that in the title? You know, what, what is that reference to the art of thinking? What, okay. what are they... What are they imagining that they would have put that into the title? They, the filmmakers. Oh no! And 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 Rikus employers are asking for innovation, right? A lot of employers are asking for innovation, mm-hmm. right? Being flexible, out, outside of the box thinking, and that is not what a test is asking. It's what's one of those four correct responses? And I think uh, I appreciate you putting that out there because I have so many students who will be so fixated on that number because that's a number that gets publicized, a um, number that people just fixate on. Um, and I know there's this movement also through some of the colleges to called uh, the Character um, Collaborative where they're like, and, and why some schools are doing like the test option because they're like, well, what can you do beyond your grades and your test scores? And and when students set, take a pause and look at their art of thinking and could go beyond those limits, beautiful things happen. And there are colleges that will look beyond that test, you know, for that. So I really appreciate that. So if they want to get um, access to this film, uh, whether they're a school or a college or just a listener, how can they get to see the film? I think the best place to go to our website, thetestdoc.org, O-R-G, we have, we have, we're putting up on the website all of our research that was required to make the film. It, there mm-hmm. is a, um, a plethora of information on our website. Yeah, we you have, have a, a link of resources on there yes, too, correct? Yeah, we have uh, a bibliography. We have mm-hmm. a, a vast array. Of, in fact, I'm not sure of any other location that has aggregated this much information about the test uh, the SAT and the ACT, and we're making that available. And so, if you go to the website, it will direct you. If you want to contact us, mm-hmm. we'd like a lo- we're doing local screenings now, community screenings, school screenings, universities, uh, many companies, test prep companies, um, 
and um, individuals actually are doing their own home screenings. Right. Um, and then probably, um, it's now September, probably by February, we'll probably be online on the major services. Oh, fantastic. And yeah. then you're on Facebook and Twitter. So at the test doc, D-O-C, on mm-hmm. Twitter, it hashtag the test documentary on Facebook, right? And then also on the test doc, yeah. D-O-C, dot org. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Michael Arlen Davis, the director and producer of The Test and The Art of Thinking. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. That was great. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to College for All. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and learned that college is an opportunity you can reach. Use this information and you can find out even more on our website at college, the number four, all.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at college for for all AMV. Thank you for listening and until our next pop With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.